0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with celebrated New York City jazz pianist Anthony Wanzi. We caught up with him and had a very frank and open conversation about music he talked about his newest 2021 cd called lorraine's lullaby and it originated and celebrates the phrase it takes a village to raise a child one of those great people in his life was lorraine and he explains she is a real lover of the black american art form And he talks about it. Anthony is an adventurous yet flexible pianist that started playing music when he was six years old. He continues to make evolved and wonderful music up to this day. Enjoy the interview.
1: Joe D'Amino, how you doing? I'm good, man. How's life? Life is good. Good. I love Lorraine's lullaby. I love the idea, the the village raising the child, the stories of all of these. What life is all about? Yeah, without a doubt. Isn't that the meaning of
2: life?
1: Yeah, totally. Absolutely, man. So as we get into kind of the architecture of this album, I guess first and foremost, talk to me a little bit about Lorraine and why this album was specifically named for her with all the influences that you had in your life. Uh,
2: Well, Lorraine is a woman that I've met. I've written music for people that I admire. Um, You know, I wrote to for... You know, different people in my life, but um, she's just a woman. She's a very humble woman who loves this music, and I've never seen somebody who, who, you know, I, I, I'm just gonna be frank. If I wasn't a jazz musician, I don't know if I would like this music.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's 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 being totally honest. Yeah, because. You know, I find myself, okay, am I listening to this because I'm a musician, or am I listening to it because, you know, if I was working at the post office? Like, my father, he worked at the post office, but he liked listening to jazz radio. But it had to have a certain thing to it. He didn't play a musical instrument, but he always tuned into what was that station uh, WBEE, 1570 AM. And I grew up on that station with the static on everything. It was the soundtrack to my life. And I liked the music. I liked the I liked the music um that came out of as a kid. I was like down there with my as my father was working on the basement, and I'm listening to the music. I'm like, yeah, this sounds good. I don't know what it is. It got a lot of static on it, but it sounds great. But I find myself as I get older mm what grabbed me about it, I just find myself slowly leaving that, that element and slowly, whatever that element is, because music is mysterious, whatever that element is, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> so sometimes, yeah. and I'm not saying that, I'm listen, I don't want to get into to naming things and all this stuff, because I don't know what it is. But whatever that element that my father liked, and I liked as a child, Lorraine likes. <laughs> and, you know, it's been a while since I've seen somebody who could care less about who Miles Davis is and Herbie Hancock. No, the first thing they do is turn on jazz radio and and chill. And if they don't like jazz, they'll turn it and put on Madonna. I mean, L- L- Lorraine, you know, she's a wonder. I think she's very special in that. And that she she has that gift. On top of that, she's a successful woman. So when you have that type of insight and you're a successful person in, in this world, I think that's a very special combination. So when I, when I met her, I told her. She didn't believe me, but I said, you know what? I'm going to name my album after you and tell the world about you because that's what we need. We need that more than we need more musicians out here.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, and it's also coming out during a very strange time with COVID and everything that's gone on. And there's more opportunities now to perform live. How does it feel to have this album out during this particular time in our history? I was deeply humbled. And I would like to thank Corey Wee, Jeremy Pelt
2: for making that ha- happen. Because to do an album during the worst part of, well, one of one of the worst parts, because I'm sure there's more to come. <laughs> During the worst part of this, this thing, the last thing, the very last thing I was thinking about was somebody was going to come and say, hey, you want to do a, a record of your tune? we using your cat? I'm like, uh, yeah, pinch me. But God made it happen. And that's all. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. This was all the will of something out of my control. I was just, you know, because that that record was made. Here's the funny thing about the record too. We, me, Antoine, Dry, Zed Harris. Uh, he's passed away. He he committed suicide. And, and, and did you know that? No. Uh huh. The saxophone player on the album. He, he we recorded that album in January. Zed Harris. Killed himself in July. That saxophone oh. player is no, no longer with us. That's why I put in memory of Zed Harris. This record was made out. It's, it's a very special record because we were, me, Brandy, Disseth, Dimitri Kolesnik, Antoine Dry, and Zed Harris, we were having, like, at my house, I caught, you know. Okay, I'm going to get a little personal. I just moved into this apartment in Harlem. At first time I'm living by myself in about a while. So I started cooking. So I was kind of, uh, I forget what's his name. So this guy down at small uh, with the, with the, I can't think of his name, but he gave me a recipe for uh, fish soup. So I started cooking fish soup and it tasted really pretty good. So I was kind of proud of myself because the only thing I could make before that was a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> so I started having fish soup sessions at my house. And it we was have it was just great, man. All my friends came over and we were eating soup, playing jazz. And then right in the middle of that, that's when Corey Weeds calls. I mean that's when Jeremy Pell calls and asks me and says Corey wants to record you. Ain't that something?
1: Wow, yeah. So much emotion going into this album. That's 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 beautiful, oh, man. This
2: album is all emotion. That's what I love. You know, this is my best record ever.
1: Yeah, that's, I can hear it. I feel it as a as a listener. You know, you mentioned if you weren't uh, a jazz musician, you may not like jazz. So let me ask you this: if you well, no, didn't no, no, become, no, 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 no. I, I won't like what they call well, jazz. Right? No, I yeah, would still I'm love sorry. Black
2: American music. Yeah. No, I totally I I wouldn't I like. I wouldn't like the what they call jazz because Nicholas Satan is kind of right. He's very yeah. right. Jazz, I mean, the thing is, with me and with that word, when I use it, I'm, so, I'm like one of those old dudes that still use the N-word. See, I, wasn't, I didn't grow up on the N-word. My mother would uh, uh, take that switch out if she heard you talking like that. I come from, from, from great black people like that who whoop their kid out of love. And we could, you, we couldn't curse, we couldn't go around you saying n word, n word. So I would sound like a white guy saying n word. That's how. I, but I, the word jazz is like the n word, <laughs> and and I've been using it so much, it just comes out. This is black American music, and that part, that 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 part, that jazz, that's the the the, the funny part because you know when you see jazz festivals. And then you go and hear it, and it's like, wait a minute. Okay, that's why I'm not naming names. I'm not naming nothing. It's just a feeling because it's it's not about race. It's, it's, a, it's a feeling. I work with Elvin Jones. Every night, we play five songs. And you can ask anybody who was in the jazz machine. Five songs every night. And Elvin would say the same thing before we hit And nobody hit it harder and more swinging than that man right there. And he said, let's go out here, and this time, let's play with feeling. It's all about feeling. Everything, think about it. Everything you know is a feeling. The way I'm talking to you right now is a feeling. The feeling of the truth is a feeling. Everything is a feeling. If you don't feel a certain way, you're not human. Absolutely. That's why this record is my best record, because it's all filling It's about Lorraine. It's about giving $1,500 to Ron Savage School. It's about bringing all my friends together and making – because those – let me tell you something. Those tunes ain't easy. The tunes that we played, they sound simple, but it's very – it was a labor of love. We had about – at least about seven rehearsals at my house. And, and, and you know, with the with the soup and the laughter and everything, time went by. And in the midst of that, that's when Corey calls. The stars were really aligned up this whole thing. So what became the the worst part of manhood in, in New York became my finest hour.
1: So if so, you didn't become a jazz musician, what do you think you would have been? Was there anything else on your radar?
2: Well, you know what? I, what is that? <laughs> I feel that. I'm not a jazz. Musician. I mean, can I am I can I retire? Do I have a four hundred one K? What do I have? Really, think about it. If you really think about that question. If you didn't become a jazz musician, uh, what does that mean? You tell me. I'm just a man trying to find his way in this world. I work. I can do boy. Are you asking me to do what? Do I do for money? Or man, what I don't. What does that mean? <clears throat> I mean, listen. Are, are you saying like the only thing I do is play piano and solo and play? Go to A and go. Do, 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 come home, man. I was a great gig. Wake up the next morning and do it again and pay my rent.
1: No, that no, doesn't work. No. Like that. Yeah, no. I would never see do that. Listen,
2: this is not an occupation. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's what's got everybody. Let me let me just stop living this lie. It's a lie out here. You got to play this music because you love it. No other reason. And that's it. No, no ifs, ands, or buts, because this ain't no occupation. You ain't going to get no 401K. Ain't no yep. guarantee you're going to even play at the Vanguard. And then get yep. your 80-year anniversary at the Blue Note. Ain't no winners in this. You gotta do this because you love it. So, and, you know, I just do it because I love it. That's all. I like to. I like the way it sounds. I've always liked the way this music sounds. I've always liked the way Black American music sounds and the way it made me feel and the healing part of it. So
1: that's why I do it. No other reason. I think that's the reason why I love you guys so much. Because honestly, since we're being since we're being raw and real right now. I've been doing this show for 10 years. This will be my 726th show this week. Exactly. I've done 1,729 shows, and I've made nothing. Exactly. Very, very little. Yeah. Because I love it. But I love you, Pat. And the thing that that gets me about what, like, just the way that you're passionate about what you're talking about, I feel that all the time when I do this. And the reason why it works so well, why this art form was probably made for the pandemic is because you all feel this in a, in a very deep way and you specialize in improv this was made for a world that's going to get turned upside down and you guys are humble you you you're very cognizant about passing on the torch and the flame and building bridges between the young and the old that's why this art form works so well well yes yes i agree i agree that's
2: well said well said so, so, what, what, tell so me, what did you when did you hurt that whole album Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I Okay, uh, I tell you, listen. That young man, I just met that man, that melancholy mind, he wrote the lyrics on that. He killed that. Now that's my tune, but that's going to I I think you should get a do a, a lot of radio play for that tune. Yeah. That's going to get you that's going to get you a lot of views and listeners cuz I wrote that for the people too. A lot of times you got to give people you can't give them they vegetables. You got to give them they dessert first, and then you give them the vegetables. Yeah. That's the dessert, that melancholy mind. Because I wrote that. Oh, uh, man, I, I wrote that as a girl broke my heart, boy, back in the 90s, boy. I, when I wrote that. <laughs> and he put uh, – actually, you know who recorded it first? Who's uh, that? Willie Jones. It's on a Willie Jones record. And Claudia – Claudia Cuna is singing, but there's no lyrics. She's just going la, ya, 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 and they did a great job. But Milton Suds put lyrics to it. I'm so glad. And shout out to Jer- Jeremy Pelt for um, for introducing me to that brother because he he has a go. His his voice is gorgeous. I love his voice. Now, if I had the voice like Milton
1: Suds and my face, I'd be famous. Yeah. <laughs> not just so so what have you learned over the years from playing around the legends and the luminaries that's helped you with younger cats that you get around i don't i, I don't know what you, you act like i got a band or something
2: it's me anthony wansey you sure you got the right piano player you've been around other yeah like, but i don't youth. i don't i, I work with I don't mean i don't I'm, I'm a side man just like the next cat you know it's yeah like i'm a I'm a. I'm more of a side man. I'm not. A, I wouldn't consider myself a leader. A leader has his own band. I mean, I work here and there, but I'm starting to get some gigs. And then when I do my own gigs, you know, I, well, I guess you know what? You know what? I'm sorry. You're right because I'm older than. You know what? I keep thinking that I'm 25. Yeah, I'm 50 years old. You're right. I'm older. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? You have, I, I take back everything I said. I'm old. I'm the old dude. I, I'm that guy. Oh shit, I'm that guy. I tell you this. The thing I learned from Elvin was humility. That man never I never heard Elvin talk about you can ask anybody. I've never heard him talk about it. He's never heard now who is he famous for playing for? Oh man, he's been around. Um, he's been playing he's but he's famous for John Coltrane, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Pretty much. I mean, he's played with everybody, but, and then developing his own style and everybody's trying, everybody, all drummers over the world trying to emulate that style. And for him to play like that and play as great as he was, I never heard Elvin talk about himself or John Coltrane, like, when I was, you know, he was, Elvin was the, the way. And he taught me that. Elvin was the most humble man I've ever met. And it's, that's what, if he could be humble, if if he could do it, if he could be humble and as great as he is and was, I, I'm nothing. And that man made me sound like, he gave me confidence when I thought I had the name. It was like, he played behind me like I was a boy kind of, and, and didn't blink. I was like, damn, okay. I started thinking, I I started coming back to New York. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. But then I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was Elvin. I'm back. I'm back. He gave you a Elvin give you pride. <laughs> <you> supply. <laughs> <laughs> I oh,
1: came man. back to New
2: York. I came back to New York looking at all them drummers and shit. You could bully me. Yeah, man, talk that shit now. I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. Got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know something from you right now. You know, everyone has a perception of you. Your family, your friends your fan base, but you live your life. You have a perception of you. Who do you think you are? I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. But it's getting better. God willing. You know? Okay. Anthony, thank you for opening up, man. I really appreciate your time. Good luck with the album. thank you for asking. Thank you for even, you know, I appreciate that. And thank you for the
2: support. You know what? It takes a village, and you're in that village. So that's what I'm saying. We're all in this village. You know. I only thing about I tell you one thing though. Know, social media has kinda hampered put a hamper on things. Because yeah. what it did was it made it it made people less honest. Yeah. So now instead of um you know, like when I was coming up, you couldn't you couldn't hide behind no computer. So if you had a problem with a cat on the bedstand You had to deal with that. And I don't want to put my man's business out there, but me and Adonis, when we were in, and I love that. That's my homie. I love that man. (laughs) That's my brother. But ask Nicholas Payton this. When we, there was a time where me and him hated each other in that band. I didn't speak to Adonis. I was in Nicholas' band for about four, five years. Out of that five years, me and Adonis did not speak for at least a year. It was no fake shit. When he saw me, yep. he knew to keep it moving. When I saw you know, it was no fake shit. Then, when we came to it's like, okay, da da da, I will see you. Oh, know, yeah. Uh, then now we're boys. But now it's just like, man, right, right? You know, it's like, you gotta, you know, it's just, just, just you know, that's what I mean by more honest. And it, it'll be more honest than the music. You know, because everybody, you know, you know, everybody's great. Everybody's great. Oh, great
1: day, great kid. You know, can't be great because life's not great. Can't be great all the time. I hear you. Yeah. Well, hey man, I you know all I'm doing is standing on the shoulders of giants, so I appreciate. The music that you put out there, I love it. Thanks again, man. Best of luck with everything.
0: Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in New York, Boston, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that great music. And thanks to Anthony for his time, music, and stories. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes store. Visit NeonJazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
1: Neon Jazz.